The following content is explicit. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, everybody, to the Red Rum Podcasters and our first official episode. (laughs) Yay. So, Natasha, how the hell are you? Tired. I am very, very tired. Switch the schedule at work. I've got, for whatever reason, I can't sleep. I'm up every hour. I'm like a newborn little babe, only, you know, feeding me and burping me doesn't make me go back to bed. So this morning my alarm woke me up, but we are cruising. I've got a little bit of a grumpy kid at home, and he's a little spicy. So we've been having to deal with that this morning. So he got to experience the uh, demon mom this morning. How are you this morning? Since you had to work and I did not. The longest four hours of my life. (laughs) It is the Friday before Memorial Day weekend. No one is at work. Like, it was empty. Ooh, bet you got a good parking spot. I did. I got to park somewhere where I normally don't. See, stay positive. It worked out because I woke up literally when I'm supposed to be in my car leaving my house. Oh, no. Still made it on time. Clocked in on time. Golf clapping. You just can't hear it. Yeah. But yeah, so just as a heads up for you guys, whenever we're sitting here kind of catching up, we don't we might work in the same place, but we never see each other. We are on different levels of the building and they never cross paths. Yeah, I think I've been there for a little over two months and I have not set eyes on you at work except one time. And that was just in passing. So it's kind of crazy. And it was kind of like, hey, how's it going? See you. Got to go. Yeah. All right, so this week, um, we're going to probably switch it up a little bit. We might have one week, I'll start, one week, she'll start. We'll see how it goes. But I think this week, we're going to have you start, correct? Yes. Awesome. I'm locked and loaded and ready to go and very interested to tell you about this story that I have. All right, let's get into it. All right, so let's get into our true crime mode. So I'm going to start this one out. It's kind of local. It is from Indiana. It's the story of Stacy Payne, and it's from July 11th, 2001. Yeah, I, I don't think I've heard of this, and that's, I mean, I know 20 years, it seems like a long time, but I feel like that's fairly recent. I mean, I'm from around here. I've not gone anywhere. So I, I should have heard about this. Yeah, July 11th, 2001 in Dale, Indiana. Stacy Payne and her sister Melissa were the only two home as it was summer and they were only 15 and 14. So Stacy was 15 and Melissa was 14. Okay. Melissa was sleeping upstairs. She was taking a nap while Stacy was getting ready to go to work while everybody else in the home had already left for work. So she was just waiting to get her ride to go to work. So while she was waiting, Roy Lee Ward was pretending to look for a lost dog and convinced Stacy to let him in her home. If you could hear an eye roll, you would have just heard it. Yeah. My lost puppy. Personal Come safety 101. There again, 20 years ago doesn't seem like a long time ago, but times were also very different. I've learned a lesson too from all these true crime things is don't help anyone. Be an asshole. Don't help anyone. Stay safe. So after convincing Stacy to let him in the house, Ward attacked her. 
And Melissa was awakened by Stacy's screams and she came to the top of the stairs and saw Ward on top of Stacy and could hear her pleading for him to stop. I totally forgot about the sister. So while Stacy was pleading for him to stop, she could hear Ward say, you better be quiet. And Melissa quickly called 911, being the smart sister in the situation. Heck yeah. Melissa called 911. Officers quickly responded. And Ward was still on the scene, covered in blood, with a pocket knife in his hand when authorities arrived. Are you for real? For real. We'll talk about easy verdict. So with Ward standing in the doorway, authorities drew their service weapons and ordered him to the ground. He complied, stating, I didn't do anything. Didn't do anything? You literally got caught red-handed. So Stacy was found nude from the waist down with a laceration to her abdomen that left her intestines exposed, a laceration to her back that severed her spine, and a laceration across her neck that cut her trachea. Poor baby. So when they found Stacy, she was still conscious, although she couldn't speak. Oh, man, I can't believe that she was still kicking. Yeah, with that's horrifying. With her trachea cut, she was not able to speak to them. She was then taken to a hospital where she later died. And after further examination, they found that Stacy suffered 18 blunt force injuries, including injuries found within her vagina. Stacy's DNA was later found on Ward's genitals, further confirming the rape allegations. Oh, my God. This man, it, lock him up, string him up. Let's bring back public hangings. So almost six whole years later six years ward was finally sentenced to death and he showed no emotion during the victim impact statements what the hell took so long i have no idea red tape is that like bureaucratic red tape or however that word's pronounced because i can't pronounce anything when they were trying to decide whether he was going to get the death sentence or not the jury only took 45 minutes to recommend death. I'd be like 45 seconds. Yeah. I also read that later on, he tried to fight his death sentence, trying to say that it was unconstitutional. How is that unconstitutional? Excuse me, sir. I'm pretty sure what you did was unconstitutional. That poor thing was doing nothing but going to work. At 15, like she was just trying to like do her thing, make some money over the summer. Probably save enough to like buy a car, something. I mean, what else? I mean, I worked at 15 to buy a car. But I don't know what else I would have spent my money on, but. I really feel for her sister having to see her, her oh. older sister go through that. Oh my God. And knowing that you're helpless in the situation if you don't want to be a victim as well. When did the sister see her? Did she see her post guts on the floor? Or was it just when the whole thing was starting and they were just kind of like wrestling around? I mean, because that's got to be traumatic. I couldn't find anything saying that she had seen Stacy after the attack. But she also had to get out of the house at some point in time. So I don't know if she was able. How did she get out of the house? Did she crawl through a window? Well, I mean, I'm assuming she like hid. I didn't know she would have like jumped a window or something. So in my research, it never said where her sister went after calling 911. Um, But she did have to eventually get out of the house. So... That is bananas. And the fact that it's not talked about. Well, no. I mean, it's so brutal and violent. And like when you were like, oh, yeah. like, And I was like, oh, I haven't heard of it. It's probably not 
that bad, but I was wrong. Quite wrong. Yeah, very, very, very wrong. It was a very brutal attack, and poor Stacy had no idea that it was coming. So, this dude that I don't even want to take the time of day to remember his damn name, I'm assuming it's only been 20 years, and we like to put people, you know, in prison for death, and then we waste our tax dollars on them for 20, 30, 40 years till they die of old age. Is he still in prison? From my research, he is. For all those prisoners, if you ever hear this, shank his ass. <laughs> Welcome to this week's Inner Bitchin'. Our topic today is interesting facts about cereal. Number one. In the 1950s, Snap, Crackle, and Pop had a forest wheel named Pow. Number two. Athletes have been on Wheaties boxes since 1934. Number three. Tony the Tiger was replaced by Katie the Kangaroo in 1953, then brought back. Number four. Cocoa Krispies have almost no chocolate. And number five. All Fruit Loops are the same flavor. Now, back to the show. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the inner bitchin'. Natasha. What kind of spooky, creepy story do you have for us today? Well, I'm not sure I'd say it's creepy or spooky, but I absolutely fucking love it. So let's just go ahead and get into it. In and around the mountain caves of the wooded hills of Frederick and Washington counties, Maryland, things have not always been as quiet as they've been known to be. Reportedly, a huge winged beast that can only be described as something residing in nightmares once terrified the locals. Found solely in folklore of German settlers since 1730s, the atrocious beast supposedly decided to make an in-person debut in the spring of 1909. This creature, my friends, is currently known as the Snallygaster. (laughs) However, it was originally referred to as the Snellergeist, meaning quick spirit or quick ghost. It is said to appear as half reptile and half bird with a long pointed metallic beak lined with razor sharp teeth one witness claimed the beast was 20 foot or about six meters long and was sporting two massive wings which i'm going to show you a picture and you'll understand why they had to be massive because this thing is huge if that wasn't bad enough it had long hook-shaped steel-like claws a large horned head and was occasionally described as having tentacles like an octopus so ugly as fuck Oh, it's bad. So the illustrations I found, the tentacles are either coming from the body or straight out of this thing's mouth, which when I've shown people pictures of it in the past, they made a reference that it looked like it was choking on six dicks, (laughs) (laughs) which I about died. One instance described an eye in the center of its forehead, Cyclops style. And let me tell you, it is a face only a mother could love. Charles Martin and Edward Leiter were two witnesses that claimed to have set eyes on the creature from about 25 feet or 7.6 meters away and confirmed the description from the previous week's sightings. On the few occasions, it was reported to have emitted a sound compared to a loud train whistle, which I would not personally want to hear coming at me. Especially from like 25 feet away? No, thank you. I mean, imagine this thing. It's got one eye. 
It's got tentacles coming out of its you-know-where. I don't know. It's got these huge wings. It's got horns on its head. It's got steel claws, sharp teeth, giant beak, and it screeches at you like a wielding train. Like, fuck that noise. I don't want anything to do with that. I wouldn't have even stayed long enough for to, me to even really <laughs> see it. Like, I would have been out of there so fucking fast. I probably would have shat my pants, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Shat my pants and passed out. But anyway, so allegedly the Snallygaster's M.O. was to swoop down in silence, stealing farm animals and small children from the unsuspecting town folk and suck the blood from their defenseless bodies, which... Hide your kids, hide your wife. (laughs) Hide your farm animals and your chickens. (laughs) All right. In an attempt to divert the Snallygaster away from the tempting blood sacks of the town... Seven pointed stars were painted on the local barns, and supposedly, if you go up there, you can still see some of them painted on the barns. Isn't that like a swingers omen? I thought that was like pineapple lamps or something. I don't. I, I'm not into the swinger game right now, so uh, not sure what to look for. But uh, let us know if you know, so we can uh, get it sorted out. I know now it's the upside down pineapple. So anyway. Okay. Let's get the swingers part out. Oh, that's half the fun. We'll leave it in there to a certain point. But don't fret. This creature has an enemy other than its own looks. This enemy is called, well, it's either pronounced Dwayo, Dwayo, something. To the, I'm sorry, horrible with pronunciations. Either way, it's a biped, and it resembles a wolf, but stands like a human, which he might actually star in his own episode later in the future because he sounds pretty freaking wicked. Back to our Snallygaster. In February of 1909, the bloodthirsty beast is said to have snatched up a man, sank its teeth into his ducular, and exsanguated him before ditching his ass on his hillside. So yeah, swooped him up, sucked him dry, dropped him like a hot potato. Sounds like some girls I know. <laughs> <laughs> was it me? Another sighting was in New Jersey, although they had only found a few footprints in the snow. I'm not necessarily sure if I would consider that a sighting, or how they knew it was its footprints, but that's what was reported. And then the poor thing was shot at when some unsuspected people laid eyes on it at Lover's Leap, which, you know, nothing to do in America except point and shoot, because we don't know what it is, so why not? I think I'm a little more concerned that you said poor thing. This thing sounds fucking vicious. Well, it maybe had a restricted diet and only killed a few people at a given time, maybe. I don't know. I try to give the benefit of the doubt. The poor thing's ugly as hell. You gotta get it some slack. Eh. (laughs) It's even said to often have been observed soaring back and forth, having the capability to manipulate its color, size, and shape on demand. So, if it can do all of those things, why the hell does it look the way it was described? I was gonna say, what's the point of saying what it looks like if it could literally look like anything? Oh, look, a waffle. Mm, might be a snallygaster. I don't know. It could just mimic the farm animals to feed on all of them. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. Be like, where'd this sheep come from? <laughs> ba ba black sheep, and it's really not a sheep. <laughs> I don't know. It just lost an eye. <laughs> Then a West Virginia resident said they found what appeared to be a snallygaster roosting in their barn and laying an egg that was the size of a barrel. I mean, huge egg. That poor bird's asshole. Oh, well, don't they have something like in their gooch area that they shoot eggs out of? 
there's a word for it. I just can't remember what it is. But it's not quite the taint, but it's not quite the booty. You know what I'm talking about? All I got to say is I've birthed two children. That poor bird. Well, chickens, they have like a certain spot that comes out. I'll have to look it up. Man, now you got me thinking about that. Maryland's first reported close-up encounter began when a man stumbled across the sleeping monster near a brick-burning kiln. Upon acknowledging its cover was blown, the beast let out an ear-piercing screech and flew away all pissy. I'd be upset, too, if somebody woke me up from my nappy nap. As us with other children also know, you never wake them up from their nappy nap. Because they get cranky. Near Hagerstown, south of Middleton, again at Lover's Sleep, as mentioned previously, as well as over the mountains between Gapland and Burkittsville, where it was said to lay another enormous egg, which I want to know where all these eggs are coming from. Like, where are they at? I want to know what the people are doing whenever these eggs are being laid. Like, <gasps> dude, town all you can eat scrambled egg buffet? I mean, that's what I would guess. It could work. At the same time, there were tons of other reports that people had seen this beast flying around. It actually became quite the craze. The Smithsonian Institution even offered a reward for the hide of the creature. I guess catch and release was not an acceptable method. Not for that thing. I'm telling you, maybe he's just real ugly and he just needs a hug. He just needs a hug and a haircut. I don't know. More like a tentacle cut. <laughs> oh, now all I'm thinking about is those six dicks in its mouth. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Even President Ken- oh my God, <laughs> President Roosevelt supposedly considered canceling his scheduled safari to join the hunt for the beast. Now that's a man's man. He's like, suit him up. We're going hunting. The heck with the safari. We got a beast to catch. At least one of them's willing to do something. With the- well, I guess people came out in troves trying to catch this bird. Well, bird, beast, dragon thing. I don't know what you would actually classify it as. Literally anything as it can shapeshift. <laughs> Yeah, that's no joke. They're just going to be shooting at anything that moves. Good old America. The last sighting in Frederick County was in March of 1909, where it was duking it out with three men outside a railroad station for almost an hour and a half before it sought refuge in the woods of Carroll County. There were no more reported sightings until 23 years later, and many assume that the sighting was actually just the babe of the OG Snallygaster back in 1909. Probably from all those fucking eggs it laid. <laughs> I know, right? So they're saying maybe they only live for, you know, 30 years or so. And that's why they saw them so, so spread apart. So then my question is, if this Snallygaster laid the eggs, where's the male Snallygaster to fertilize said eggs? You read my mind. But there were so many sightings reported. Who's to say that they were all the same Snallygaster? Very true. And maybe the difference between some having horns on its head versus some being reported without horns on its head has something to do with the gender. Or maybe the females are the ones with all the dicks in their mouths. (laughs) (laughs) A.K.A. tentacles. Get it, girl. And the males are the ones with the little pretty tentacle skirt. Or vice versa. No shame in your game. Here's the problem. We have this poor little babe. They think it's the last one. And he gets sighted in Washington County. You're still saying poor little thing? As yes. As if it's not a well, monster. This one, this one might just be a baby. It might just be the little pup. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's got to be over the age of 21, given the next part of this. because You're doing like the classic, like, 
white girl thing where they're like, you can make anything a pet. Well, I'd want it as a pet. You kidding me? I could be like, hey, that asshole over there did me wrong. Scoop him up, suck him dry, dump him on a hillside. I'm done. I think you just wrote a rap. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So this thing was seen flying over this distillery. And as it's flying over this 2,500-gallon vat of alcohol, apparently it was just consumed with the fumes and just had to get closer. Well, it's not the smartest. Flew into the vat of alcohol. So people be drunk on Snallygaster? Is that like a new brand? Oh, no. Because here's the thing. We had some revenue agents. You know, God love the government. And they quickly arrived on the scene somehow and claimed to have destroyed the vat, the carcass, and conveniently any other evidence of the creature that may have been able to shed some light on the elusive cryptid. So they came up, they lit the bitch on fire and burned the whole place down. That's what they want you to think? They took it to Area 51? You know what? That is a good point. I wonder how far, well, how far is it? That's a long trip, isn't it? They've been breeding them all along. Oh. That would be pretty sweet. But yeah, so now, thanks to some government employees, supposedly, we'll never have the physical evidence we need to get any information on this haggard-ass-looking animal. It is lost to time, and there's nothing we can do to get anything about it, because the last one went up in flames because it wanted to get drunk. That's insane. Oh, and I did want to show you real fast. Here are some pictures of the Snallygaster. Which, by the way, I will be posting on social media so you can check them out. That thing is ugly as hell. <laughs> it is pretty bad. But see, he just looks—he just looks like he's just needs some help. You know, he's doesn't look. I mean, this one over here kind of looks mean, but this one looks like he's just kind of derp, and he needs a little assistance. The tentacles don't look like they're coming out of his mouth. They look like they're just like hanging off his head, like hair. Yeah, like some of them are really weird. And this one, it's got him kind of like coming out his back. But yeah, you'll be able to check out these pictures on the social media so you guys can give your opinions. I think his wings need to be bigger. Yeah. But yeah, so that is a Snallygaster. Ugly ass bird that likes to get drunk. (laughs) Same bird, same. What a story. (laughs) That was a little intense and a little crazy, and it was awesome. It's okay. It was the first time. Maybe I'll get my wiggles out. I'll get my giggles out and learn how to talk right. Yeah, definitely is like a heads up. Kind of bear with us for these first few episodes as we kind of find our footing in this whole thing. We are definitely very new to this, but we were having so much fun. Yes, and we definitely hope that our fuck ups and giggles and that kind of stuff get you guys laughing and you have a good time because like I said in our intro, I'm here to have a good time. I'm hoping you're here to have a good time. Yeah, some of the stories or parts of the stories might not be very funny, but we'll power through them and overall just uplifting. I want to let you guys know we are out there on Instagram. We have Twitter. We have a Facebook page. It's all the Red Rum Podcasters. You can find it anywhere on there. When we get this episode posted, which you'll already be listening to it by now, so you clearly found it. But future reference, we are on Amazon Music, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Podcast Addict, 
And there's a few other ones where people find it. So whatever you listen to, try to look us up. If we're not on that particular one, you can shoot us a message on any of the social medias and we can see about getting entered in on your platform that you listen to. Uh, we also have an email, the Red Rum Podcasters at gmail.com. If you have any story ideas, input, anything like that, feel free to contact us on there. I think that pretty much sums up everything. I just want to say thank you to everybody that has already listened to our intro and that is oh. being super supportive of what we are doing. Many thanks, many thanks. And I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah. So I get it. Spread the word. Like I said, even if it's like, eh, it's mediocre, you don't know. Maybe your friend will love us. Maybe your friend will hate us. Either way, it's cool. Just spread the word. All right. Thank you again to everybody for listening and stay strange. strange.